0: and welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Podmas, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi everybody,
1: I'm one of your hosts, I'm Landlord James. And I'm your other host, I am Tenant Michael, and uh, careful listeners will realize that it sounds a little bit different this week, doesn't it, James? Mm, Yes, a little bit higher, and I'm not talking about uh, (laughs) when you've done a drug. No, no, no. No. Um, the other type of high. Yes. Um, and what, what you're getting at, James, is that we are recording this episode from the uh, death zone on the Hillary Step
0: of Mount Everest. That's right. Uh, anybody worth their salt these days is making a trip to Everest. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone is up there right now. And uh, we are no exception. No. I, um, which I hope you appreciate, Mike. I bought us this trip. To Everest, yes, it, uh, and it's
1: not cheap, from what I understand, to to get here uh, and make the climb. Is it?
0: Uh, hell no, hell no. It's a hundred grand, you know. Uh, wow. Yeah, so I hope you appreciate this. It's something I really wanted to wanted to knock off the bucket list. Uh, Everyone, there's so many people up here. It's a blast, and uh, and we've been here for a while to acclimatize us to the. Yeah,
1: we've been here about six weeks. Mm -hmm. We pre-taped
0: a lot of old episodes. We did, we did, yes. And I know, and luckily, we made good guesses with stuff like current events and the Raptors run in the playoffs. Absolutely, yeah. uh, So it worked out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're up here, and it's wild being this high up off the. I've
1: never been ground. this high before, and that'll come as no surprise because this is the highest mountain in the world. And um, you know, I look to my left, I see China. Mm. I look uh, to my right, I see Nepal. Mm. And that—that's the kind of thing that you just don't. Uh, that doesn't happen very often, you know. Sure doesn't
0: happen in Toronto.
1: No. Huh. I mean, some. I mean, I guess if you're on the CN Tower on a clear day, you might be able to see. New York State, across Lake Ontario. But that's a little bit different from uh, a little China. little different than China. China. Yeah. God. Um, I, I just would also like to tell listeners that if I sound a little uh, out of source this episode, there's a reason for that. Uh, my oxygen levels are very depleted because the air is so very thin up here. It is hard to breathe. Yeah.
0: Um, it is a different breathing experience up here. You really got to concentrate, Yes, yeah. uh, focus... You know, us, you know, close to the sea level, folks have it easy compared to these people who live up here. It's true. But yeah, we're here. We're in a We're in our little tent. Um, yes. And um, I think so far the trip's been pretty good. We've gotten along. No huge blowouts.
1: No huge blowouts. Of course, uh, I don't have a lot of energy mm-hmm. for arguing.
0: Well, I am, to be fair. I, ha- I We did make an agreement when this trip began that uh, I would consume eighty percent of our provisions. That's right. Water and food. Yes. And, Mike, you and listeners might listen and think, oh, that's a bit weird. But Mike, Mike agreed that this was the right thing to do because I'm a lot more active than Mike. I'm more physical. Yeah. I'm more physical. Yes. Mike's body does not require as much nutrients as mine does because I'm thinking a lot. I'm talking a lot. Right. I'm, you know, I'm interacting with with people around me in a a more uh, assertive way.
1: I'm more of a sedentary kind of guy and my body is sort of in a, at at the best of times in a sort of like semi coma like state. So, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the organs are usually not operating at full capacity. So yeah, it's true. Also, I'm using this trip as an opportunity to lose a little bit of um, weight. And what better, uh, what better place to do that than here at the top of the world's tallest mountain.
0: It is. It is a wild experience, um, and yeah, and you have lost a bit away because you've also mostly just been eating water and crackers and yes. cereal and that kind of thing. Lots I've been drinking, been
1: bleeding a lot.
0: Yeah, you have been uh, bleeding a lot. Lots
1: of nosebleeds. Um, uh, yes. Yeah. Fluids leaking from my eyes.
0: I've been eating uh, steak. I brought a George Foreman grill, so I've been eating steak every day and red wine. It's true. And you have not sipped red wine unless you've (laughs) had it this high
1: off the ground. Let me tell you. The other night, James entertained us, uh, the other climbers, by uh, opening his bottle of red wine and singing the famous UB-40 song.
0: Ah, yes. And not the cover of uh, uh, that Elvis song.
1: Uh, What the hell was that one? (laughs) Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just edit this part out. And, um, yeah, but it was a fun... I think you're the first person in history to ever sing Red Red Wine on top of uh, Mount Everest. So, congratulations.
0: I wonder if I am the first person to to do that. Well, it's- do you
1: think UB40 ever did a concert at the top of Everest?
0: Have you seen the lead singer of UB40, Ali Campbell? Have you seen him recently? No. Yeah. Uh, he He's did- a chunky monkey right now
1: yes he and, could certainly afford to lose some weight
0: yes there's a picture of him we google searched this recently yeah and he had his shirtless on a balcony it looked like in some mediterranean oh he looked village just, and he had his yeah. shirt open and he had a nipple ring yeah it was like mm, not looking good
1: yeah ali campbell really looked like a piece of shit if you get a nipple
0: ring you got to be ripped yeah you can't be a fat dude with a nipple ring so so this is fun Mike we're up here um we've we've met lots of people like cuz cause, cause if you've been i mean the the lineups are wild here yeah. on Mount Everest. You think
1: you were at uh, Canada's Wonderland waiting to ride on the uh the bat. Absolutely. We there's I mean it's 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 like yeah it is it
0: is like a lineup for a roller coaster cuz yeah. you're climbing up this mountain there's just people in front of you as far as I can see there's yeah. people behind you we're all moving in Mostly unison. Mostly men. Mostly men. Yes.
1: Uh, sausage party! Sausage party on Everest!
0: Yeah, but uh, it's been a wild experience. And people from
1: all around the world. Um, it's, it's been a great social experience as well. And I've yeah. brought
0: a cameraman along to document this trip. It's very difficult because yeah. I've been trying to get him to take photos of uh, me without sort of trying to not get other people in the background. So it right. looks a little bit more, you know, it's me hard. against the world kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but it's really difficult because there's so many people behind me.
1: And, um, you know, in case... Anyone's worried about us because this, ha- this has been a record year for deaths on uh, Mount Everest. Yes. Um, We've w- seen a hell of a lot of them. My God, if I had a dollar for every dead body we had to step over on the- our journey up to the top here, my goodness, I'd be rich.
0: Mm-hmm, me too.
1: At least they're like... I mean,
0: at least when you do see the dead bodies... They're just frozen so it doesn't look that bad. yeah it's not like they exploded is what I'm trying to say. No, it's they like didn't eh, explode He looks all right he's just blue. yeah makes me think of the Smurfs <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well if this was the Smurfs, it wouldn't be an episode for uh, the little ones, right um, And a lot of these hey remember this by the way
0: yeah yeah the theme song.
1: imagine Gargamel at the top of Everest. Oh yeah! I bet you he wouldn't have made it. He would have perished because mm. he didn't have a lot of. Uh, he was a pretty weak-looking guy. All I remember was that
0: he was bald.
1: Yeah, yeah, bald That's guys All I don't... really
0: remember about him. What was the Smurfs' deal? They're just little
1: elves. Well, uh, some some people think it was an allegory for <laughs> for what happened in <laughs> in World War Two in Germany. Really? Um, where? Well, the the guy who created the Smurfs, Peo Pio or something. <laughs> Apparently he may have had sympathies with the Nazis. And if you, from one angle, if you examine it, it's this race of people who, uh, they're very industrious and they, you know, they have a very nice society, the Smurfs. Then you have this evil hunchbacked wizard who wants to turn them into gold. Wow. So some people have looked at the Smurfs premise as being, uh, um, anti-Semitic. That's wild, Mike. You
0: sometimes pull out nuggets that are truly interesting.
1: Well, it's nice to be complimented at at the top of Mount Everest. Hey,
0: maybe it's just the uh, high altitude, and I'm being insane. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, Mm. so we're having fun. We've been up here. We're loving life.
1: And, um, I mean, yeah, should we do our segment? I would love to do the segment. And this is a segment, you know, we, we couldn't resist. We're up here on Everest, and I think we are. The first podcast in history to do an episode from the top of Mount Everest. So.
0: I wonder I wonder if we are. That would be interesting. Congratulations uh, to Did Chris Locke do a utopia to me up here?
1: We'll have to give him we'll a have to
0: give. To... We'll have to ask because I don't want to take that credit. But I think we might be the first one. Well, fingers crossed.
1: Mm-hmm. But this segment um, is based on some things we learn. When, you, know, you don't know what Everest is like until you climb it. Yeah, everyone listening here, you have no idea. Yeah, what we've been through. And so this is a fun segment called The Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess Presents Things We Wish Everest Had. Ah. And it's, you know, we got up here and suddenly we're kicking ourselves because, well, Everest has natural beauty. It has a lot of things, but it doesn't have a lot of things we, we like. Everest is the Carmen Electra of the
0: natural world. Natural beauty, baby. Yeah. Here's
1: one thing. You just uh, want to kiss it. Kiss it.
0: Oh, have I'll to say it. the least. Shall I start? Yes. First thing I wish Everest had that it doesn't? It's just this little thing. Uh, it's not a big deal. It's just this little, little thing. Called women. Um, we've been here for six weeks, and I've been trying to hook up. I've been trying to date. I mean, it is. It, I guess because it's so expensive to come up here, and I guess it's kind of an alpha bro thing to do, yeah. it's
1: pretty much just. The female male ratio is yeah it's, yeah it's
0: it's pretty much just sort of bro lawyers and finance guys up here from America and yeah. like you said before it's a sausage party and I'm not dating at all up here and I'm not meeting anyone uh, and it stinks. I've never seen you so agitated. I'm furious and I yeah. you know it's uh, for me I'm usually on I'm usually dating three to four times a week. I know. I mean, and not to be sound like a pig, but, you know, I'm dating seven, eight, you know, nines or tens. Yeah. And here, it's like, whoa, you know, there's yeah. there's Jed from Philadelphia, you know, and... Not uh, your type. No, it's it's rough.
1: Ever thought about building a snowman, a uh, snowwoman up here, <laughs> and, uh, you know, give it a no. Hey, kiss. if uh, the high altitude gets to our brain anymore and we go insane, I just might. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, so my first thing that I wish Mount Everest had, um, well, as a... As a Canadian, this will come as no surprise, but I wish that up here on Mount Everest I could find a Timmy's, a Tim Hortons location, because I miss their coffee, and I miss their donuts, I miss their sandwiches, and uh, I'm dying to try one of their new creamy chills, which is Tim Hortons' take on a milkshake. Ew, ha- creamy you chill. Yeah, it's good. It's good to put the word creamy in a product because you just, your mind starts, you start salivating, first of all, but your mind starts uh, word associating and you start thinking of big chunky splurts of cream and, uh, you know, big uh, buckets of cream splashing and splishing all over the place.
0: Come to Tim Hortons and have a big jizz.
1: We'll squirt
0: you with cream. Ugh creamy chills okay uh the second thing i wish everest had uh that it doesn't is a functional garbage pickup system oh right uh like you know at home we have garbage men and women yeah who come once a week mike just burped very professional all right uh This place needs a garbage pickup because, and I'll tell you why, is it the trash and the litter and all that stuff? Sure. But it's honestly, like we talked about before, it's mostly the dead bodies. So many dead bodies. The number that I have climbed over to get to the summit here, what what is it called? The death? uh, We're in the death zone. Death zone. Yeah. I mean, it's staggering. Come on, folks. Put put them in a, you know, some sort of receptacle and clear the way.
1: They should at least install some bins. At least, the very least. Yeah, you know, if you're someone in your party, unfortunately, passes or freezes to death, you pick them up, you bend them, and this is, and Mike, you were explaining that uh, Nepal,
0: they they've been giving away too many passes, so the too many permits.
1: That's why there's this big traffic jam up here on Everest where yeah. we are. Yeah,
0: and and yeah, people are freaking freezing to death. Yeah, well, it's rude. It is. It is
1: the second thing i wish that everest had was uh (laughs) wi-fi i miss my creature comforts i admit um and i'll tell you why i wish there was wi-fi up here it's because i want to stream various programs and films on the cbc gem app and you can't do that up here
0: really yeah, I guess no Wi-Fi. Well, you could could you use your data? I, mean, I, I guess am that's...
1: not going to use my data because I don't mm. want to get a nasty bill when I get back to Toronto.
0: Damn. Um, you yeah. know, you look like you look like you've been jonesing, and I wasn't sure what for, but I realized yeah. CBC Gem.
1: Yeah, CBC Gem for me, women for you. We each mm. have our our vices. Um, and there's also another problem with the lack of Wi-Fi up here. I can't download me podcasts. I'm always listening to podcasts, and uh, you know I've for the past six weeks haven't been able to listen to a single episode of fresh air or, uh, stuff you should know or, uh, guys we fucked.
0: Well, you've got a big backlog for when we get back home. Yeah. Assuming we survive. <laughs> <coughs> yes.
1: Knock on ice.
0: <laughs> uh, here's the next thing. Uh, and last thing I wish Everest had that it doesn't. Um, I'll tell you guys, uh, My erectile dysfunction medication, which I take every day, uh, does not work at this high altitude. Now, I noticed this the first day because I take that every day. And I thought, well, that sucks. But then I realized at this high altitude with the blood thin that much, I don't need it. So I'm here thinking, holy crap, I'm saving hundreds of bucks not taking this stuff. And I wish that, uh, honestly, I wish, this is a bit outside the rules of the game, but I wish Toronto was at this altitude. And then I could save, you know, tons of money not popping really? erectile dysfunction pills every day.
1: Wow. That's really amazing. Do you, what's the science behind it? Like, why are, because I've noticed you've been mm. hard as a rock since we got up Well Well, uh,
0: I'm not a doctor, but I believe when the blood is thinner, the cells in your blood can jump around. So right. it makes your penis just jump around more. That I think it. You know the, old, the old Looney Tunes Mexican jumping bean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that in your... In your trousers.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. Interesting. Um, so the third and final thing I wish that Mount Everest had is um, a little something called people with a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. My God, I've never seen so many sourpusses in my life. I mean, I, I get that a lot of people are in a bad mood because, you know, the threat of death is everywhere here. And we're literally surrounded by frozen dead bodies from all around the world because uh, it's very dangerous. And there is a overpopulation problem up here this year. But um, my God, James and I tried to do a little talent show last night to raise spirits. Of our fellow climbers, and they did not crack a single smile throughout the entire uh, skit we did. We dressed up like the Blues Brothers. Yeah. And we did uh, a little song and dance routine. Yeah, and we practiced it in the
0: tent, and it was friggin' funny. I was laughing. And the people were looking at us like, boring. Yeah. What the hell? You know, if we did
1: that in an actual comedy club, it'd be a standing O. Absolutely. There has to be something very wrong with you. You have to be very ill or very stupid to not laugh at the Blues Brothers. Well, you know,
0: what can we do? We can't pick our Everest companions, really. Nope. But at least we got this tent and we've got our podcasting equipment, which was actually fairly difficult to haul up here.
1: It was hard to get up here and it's, I'm, you know, it, it could freeze and shut down at any moment. So we're mm. lucky it's working right now. We
0: are lucky. Yeah. Okay, well, should we take a break and come back with our guest?
1: Let's do it. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Thank you again for joining us here as we broadcast from the tippy top of Mount Everest.
0: Yes, and uh, there really is a tippy top, too. People don't realize that. There's a mm-hmm. little point. Yeah. Uh, like the top of a steeple.
1: Yeah, and you yeah. could touch it with your finger.
0: Yeah, yeah. If we were really uh, athletic, we could do a little handstand just holding the little pinpoint there. Right. That would be neat. That'd be to wonderful think about. to try. Maybe
1: at the end of the episode. Well, we
0: might be able to do it because I feel like the gravity up here is a little less strong.
1: Yeah, it's slightly reversed. Mm-hmm. Our guest this week is a Mount Everest tour guide, and her name is Jackie Pirico.
0: Hey, guys. Hey, Jackie. Thanks for,
1: for joining us here in the tent.
0: Oh, I love <laughs> I love a
2: good tent, especially on Everest.
1: What do you think of the decor?
2: Well, <laughs> it's, it leaves a little to be desired, but it's got all the essentials.
1: You can tell it's two guys, right? Because it's oh, just yeah. bare bones.
0: Oh, well, yeah. I've got a poster up here of Pamela Anderson.
1: And I brought my keyboard uh, to play just to, you know, It's a bit the of evenings. a party
2: tent. It's a bit of a party tent. Yeah,
0: there's some empty red wine bottles over there in the corner.
2: It kind of reminds me of um, when my when I was a kid, my dad worked in a car dealing, detailing shop. Mm-hmm. And, like, there was so much pictures on the walls of, like, really skanky girls from all the guys that worked there. Really? Yeah. Like really skanky girls, like being spread eagled and all.
1: Oh really?
0: God! Yeah. So it's not even just like a like a sunshine girl or a Maxim girl. No,
2: like they they were wearing undies and all. But like I just remember being a kid and going and my mom taking us to go see my dad at his work and and then me looking at the walls <laughs> like. Ugh.
1: Well, you know, that's a line of work that attracts um, severely perverted men and. Some men can't go more than, you know, 10, 15 minutes without seeing, an, uh, you know, a picture of a woman in a porno. Yeah, like, right? without
2: gazing upon her, like, almost a vulva. Yeah,
1: it's hard, and it, you know...
2: But my dad wasn't like the rest of them. He said this, he said, I'm not, I'm quitting there because I don't like the pictures on the wall. Right.
1: Wow. wow.
0: I mean, there wasn't an my option. My dad's an ally. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. There wasn't an option to just take the poster
1: down, or
2: no, or no, like, no, no, hell no. Other, you well, you gun, have yeah. to quit. They would have given the, They would have made us think about it. It's easier to just open up his own detailing shop.
1: I wonder if someone would have complained if the manager would have been like, the post. This this guy may be a pervert who sta- needs to stare into a vulva to do his job, but by God, he's the best mechanic we have.
0: It's like when an athlete, you know, is like a brilliant, but, you know, uh, a pain in the butt or an alcoholic or whatever. They just have to keep them on. You deal with it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that's where a diva personality comes from. When you're, um, inexpendable.
0: Yeah. 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 Damn. (laughs) Well, I feel that way about this podcast. Like, I won't lie. Uh, I'll tell Mike to fuck off or... You know, I'll be mean to him. Or it's true. Really, and but what? And
2: you can stick around because what? What, what else without is he going to
0: get? Some weirdo on the fourth yeah. floor of the building to co host the podcast yeah. with him? I
1: don't think so. Well, so,
2: interesting.
1: I thought the bullying would sort of stop during our climb up Everest. Well, I was wrong, Jackie. well, it sort of has. I do think the the,
0: the, the, the um, elevation is doing something, although helping.
1: Yes, but during the fir- remember this, and I don't mean to embarrass you. But during our first week at the first base camp. Uh, in the middle of the night, I woke up and you—you you had sat on my head mm-hmm. and you were trying to do a fart on my head, but
2: not as effective up here in this altitude. Well,
1: exactly. Yeah, remember? You who knew? Sat there for twenty minutes trying to get a to do a fart and it just didn't happen. I know. Who knew? I guess it's the thin
0: blood up here, or I don't know what it yeah. is. Thin yeah. gas. And
2: even if you manage to get one out, it just kind of like because there's like way less gravity up here, it just kind I of like flies that. up into the sky
0: interesting it doesn't sort of go down and no, sort of. No. it kind of just goes and that's whoop.
2: what's that's part of the reason i love it up here because i can pretty much toot to my heart's content and right. no one suspects oh, you do I'm, a lot of stuff up here guys that's why i'm up here all yeah. the time
0: yeah so are you from here or
2: um I, well i wasn't born on everest but i like have been up here a lot lately
0: okay right.
2: uh basically there's a couple of reasons why i'm like went to the root of the tour guide. First of all, because I seen the movie Everest back in like 2007 or whatever with Jake uh, Gyllenhaal.
0: I don't remember that one. Oh,
2: it was great. And I just saw, I just saw it and I, I thought, what a great opportunity um, because there were so many boys in that movie, like Ooh. and hot boys too, like Jake. Hello, mm-hmm. right? And um, who was the other guy? Uh, Brol- uh, Josh Brolin.
0: Oh, right. You wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers. Nope. No.
2: And this like Australian guy that was playing Jeffrey a Rush. Tor- um, <laughs> no, Mike. Not. He is not a
0: stud. <laughs> um,
2: uh, he. I don't know. He was also in this other movie called um, Winchester.
0: he's like an Australian Um, guy anyway
2: he was playing a tour guide and I'm looking at all these like smoking hot sexy guys in this movie and I thought I wonder if Everest is like that too and I checked it out once I was on a tour I wasn't a tour guide I came first as a tourist right and I just saw all these guys and I was the only girl and I was felt so smoking hot because like there was no other girls around and I was the sexiest babe up here and like around a sea of boys right and I thought I gotta make a meal out of this I gotta make a career out of this
1: but now when when you first arrived on Everest were the mostly men you were taking on your your tours were they as as attractive as the men in the movie Everest were
2: uh no because like then I realized oh Frank those guys were movie stars
1: right yeah because the guys we've run into I mean they're a nice bunch of guys but you know, not the best of looking guys. No, you know? but then
2: once you find a, an okay, an okay looking guy, right? Then they get amplified up here. It's all part of the whole atmosphere thing because like the atmosphere is so thin and all and the air oh, is so skinny right. the, that even like an okay looking guy up here is a friggin' smoke show.
0: I think you were talking about Sam Worthington, by the way.
2: Oh yeah, from yeah, Avatar.
0: Yeah.
1: Is he the Australian? Well, he's
0: in the movie.
2: Oh yes.
0: I mean, and maybe got, it's like, someone else here, but
2: yes, there he is.
0: Yep. Oh, that guy, that guy, Jason Clark. Yeah. You think he's hot?
2: Well, I don't know. When he was right next to Josh Brolin, he was looking pretty youthful. Maybe
0: it's just the Google image photo. Okay, maybe maybe ten years ago. And
2: like his character in the movie was really friendly, and he had a baby on the way. Well, that can make oh, someone God. more
0: attractive if they got a nice personality. Yeah. I'll if
2: a guy to... has a baby on the way, hubba hubba. Really? Yeah, but then if we got together, I wouldn't want him to like see the baby anymore.
0: Right. Yeah, fair enough. Absolutely, I'd stand by that. Like, if
2: I took him away from the baby, I'd, then I don't want to have to hang out with the baby. But well, the fact that he can make
1: a baby, hubba hubba. That means everything downstairs is working. Uh, and, and if he's uh, your yeah. man,
0: he's your man. Yeah. And, you know, he's your man, the, not the baby's man. Yeah, the baby right. has
2: enough people fawning over it. He's my man now.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, wow, so you're a tour guide. You're up here on Everest. Uh-huh. And um, it's, it's. It, it, I mean, what a beautiful sight, huh? Can you believe the scenery? Oh,
2: I, I love the like soily um, kind of thin bedraggled flags everywhere. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Like those Tibetan like threadbare kind of stinky looking flags. You can
1: hear them all night like, flapping yes. in the wind, right? When it's you're like a pageantry.
2: I, I
0: actually had a dream. That I was uh, giving a speech at a high school talent show, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was imagining a standing ovation. <laughs> and I'm going, this is a great dream. Then I wake up. No, no, no. It was the flags.
1: The flags <laughs> clapping. Yeah. That's so That's, nice. What a thing funny? to wake up so to. Yeah. Huh. Um, you know how there's less gravity up here? Yeah. So here's the thing that I, I it really scared me the first uh, day we were up uh, Everest. Is I went to, to do number one. Uh-oh. Against a snowbank, right? Uh-huh. Usually where I'm from, Toronto, uh, pee goes down. <laughs> well. You're not in unless, Kansas anymore. Unless you have an erection. Well, yeah, I didn't. In oh, this you case. can't really.
2: Yeah. Y- you'll uh, find that you get extra erections up here. Okay, thank you.
0: James was talking I, about that. But did your pee just that. fly
1: anyway, up into the it sky? Straight up oh, into boy. the sky. Oh, boy. I've heard that one. Because there's less gravity up
2: mm-hmm. here. There's no writing your name up here.
1: Well, maybe in on... In a
0: cloud, yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's true. It's, it reminds me of the video footage, which was faked, but I think the science is right, of uh, when man, Neil Armstrong, jumping around on the moon. Uh-huh. It's like that up here.
2: Yes. Yeah, you're kind of just bouncing around. Mm. Um, and, and it's a very freeing feeling. That's, it, it, I basically think of... Everest as my kind of like Daytona beach, like spring uh, break. Right.
0: Yeah. Cause it's packed with people. It's packed. Like we were with talking men. about that. Mm. It's like, it's, this is the place to be right now. If you have a lot of money. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. this is the place to be. Like it's packed with people. Like the lines are crazy. I there know. was a hot dog vendor, mm-hmm. you know, on a couple of cliffs over And it's like 40 minutes to get a hot dog. I waited in line for 40 minutes. All he has left is chicken dogs. Oh, And he has the gall to charge $15 for one of them.
2: They're hard to come by up here. It's true, yeah.
0: And it's crazy, too. Like, you know, I saw a guy selling programs. Like, you know, when you go to a Blue Jays game or something, and like, program, program. This guy's selling Mount Everest programs. It's crazy here. It
1: must be a gold mine. Like, you must be doing pretty well.
2: (laughs) Hey, I can't complain. Um, but my secret is like a lot of the other companies this is what gives me my competitive edge and like I hope no none of the other tour guides are listening to this but like you're only supposed to have so many people on a tour guide right are on a tour um, but no one's checking and no one like yeah, no what, one's checking. Who's, who's gonna come up here uh,
0: yeah. Everest police? some yeah. b- government BS bureaucrat is gonna climb to the Death zone of Mount yeah, Everest. You go. Excuse me. There's people. one extra person in your group.
2: Yeah, and so I char- I like. I have. I let a like way more people on my tour than I'm technically supposed to. Ooh. But that means I can charge them a little bit less than the competitive companies. Ah. But I do have them sign a thing that says that with my tour, because there's more people, you could maybe you could. There's a more likelihood that you will die.
0: How? What percentage of your Ooh. customers? You know. Kick the bucket. It's
2: not that bad. Like,
0: okay. Yeah.
2: Like, it's a good, like, I don't know. I'm looking at right now these days in the past couple years. I'd have to check to be sure, but, like, I'm at, like, 70-30, like, okay. ratio. Not
1: but, bad. But don't make it.
2: Um, yeah. Is
0: right? Like, okay. 70 well, don't. If you're a baseball okay. hitter and you got hits 30% of the time, you'd be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah,
2: exactly. So That's they should a good be, way to look at it. They should be lucky. I would play those odds. And... Oh, I do. And they like they get a good tour guide because I just look at what the tour guide ahead of me is doing. Interesting. So you, didn't, you
1: didn't train as a mountain climber or a... I went on tour. a tour
2: myself. Wow. huh. It's easy. You got to just find like a niche in the market but is it h- and lunge at it.
0: Is it hard to climb the mountain? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I'll be honest, like I've sort of paid for a package where they'll just sort of I sit on a sled and they just pull me up. I don't really do damn oh, shit. Oh, you have that? Yeah. He's on his iPad. Oh, He's uh, clicking okay. all over the Yeah, that's I was like watching, an ultra Sherpa. I was watching the uh, Raptors game on my iPad and I was like, go we the north. And this couple of dudes are pulling me up the sled. Um, and actually, I even had a thing because some of the heights are a bit freaky. Yeah. So I had it set up where I'm on a sled with like kind of an isolation booth built around me. So Is that I'm like not. The Pope? Yeah, basically. So I don't even have – I can pull the shades down. I'm not looking at anything. I've got a nice, comfortable leather seat. I've got my iPad. I've got my Nintendo Switch. And a couple of dudes pull me up the mountain. And I'm none the wiser. And then we get to a base camp and I go, oh, this is pretty nice. Drink some red wine. Get an erection. Go to sleep.
2: That is ideal, and yeah. you know what? I don't want my I don't want my clients to know that that's even available because then oh, I, you know what?
0: But I'm paying top dollar.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah, and that's,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna let a secret out, Jack, yeah. if I may, because people who listen to the podcast are probably going, "Hang on a minute, James is paying for Mike to go to Everest." This doesn't really make sense with the character. Let me tell you something. I'm going to admit something, Mike. Yeah. Mike's been pulling me up the slide
1: oh my God so that was
0: part of the deal
1: I'm like um the, the horse and you're the man whipping me absolutely yeah so it's
0: Mike's been pulling me up Everest yeah
2: okay well this is a an experience that you uh, neither of you will ever forget like this if never. anything this will definitely bring you closer
0: yeah absolutely I've been taking so much CBD and I've been making CBD my own company is starting to make it and it's been relaxing me I've, it's been the most relaxing nice trip ever. Amazing. And for you,
2: like you're finding it okay?
1: Probably the opposite. It's been kind of a nightmare. Uh, I hate to keep bringing it up, but this place is uh, full of dead bodies everywhere you
2: look. You get used to them though. Yeah.
1: Do you, do you use them as like a signpost for like, oh, there's you know, do you give them names, like there's Larry that, uh, they're, we're ten they're, minutes or certainly away from...
2: landmark ones. Right. Yeah. And ones that have been like it's kinda of fun because it's almost like like um taking a like a walk through the ages, like you know, like when they kinda like like mm. take you through a walk through the ages music wise, it's kinda like a fashion wow. thing. So you see all these snowsuits from the seventies, oh those from oh, the eighties. Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah, it is fun. I like that is... I always point those out to my clients.
0: Yeah. Makes me think of that YouTube video where the guy danced through the ages, you yes, know? like different that,
2: costumes.
0: That, yeah, yeah. Or
2: like when they're in their car with their kid, they have like different costumes lip syncing. Oh,
0: no YouTube videos are funnier than when it's people lip syncing in a car. In a
2: car. And sometimes the <laughs> car's not even driving.
0: Yeah, remember yeah. those three beautiful women yes. lip syncing? They were so funny. They should have a show. You're so funny if you're a beautiful man or woman lip-syncing, lip-syncing in, in a, a car, car. I know. And you and you go viral. That's you, that's so funny. And I, I love we, how I, like uh, you don't
2: even have to do anything if you're on YouTube. You like see one and then they'll just like keep
1: giving you more. Yeah. I think, so good. I mean, Mike, you could on, never pull it, off lip-syncing oh, in a car, bro. Nor would I try. I don't have the looks for it. But what I'd like to say is that even off YouTube, even off of a comedy stage, um good looking people if I'm out on the street and I just see a good looking person, I just burst out laughing because they're it's so funny oh.
2: <laughs> well there's like a lot of them to see these days it's easy but yeah it's easy to be hot down there
1: you know yeah, like, true.
2: because like but, but like on normal on, on earth basically that's how I refer to it because I'm up here so much ba- down on earth you've got Access to everything: lipstick, hairbrush, shower, yeah, yeah. Um, tight pants. Up here, if you're gonna be hot, you have to rely on like, like a lot of like hacks to like look hot up here. Oh, wow, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, like what I do is like I cut, like I <laughs> do cutouts in my snowsuit. Like, sometimes it's kind of, like, sexy. Like, you know those kind of leggings that you see that are kind of, like, shredded down the side? They're, like, slits
1: down the side. Yeah, very So, I'll do
2: that sometimes. But I can only, like, go strutting out in those, like, can't go out in those all day. But I'll wait till we get to base camp, change into my snowsuit with, like, slits, and then just go partying it up in, like, so many different tents.
0: That's neat. And, hey, yeah, the percentages are in your favor. Oh yeah! May the odds be ever in your favor. Yeah, yeah.
2: they are up here. I never <laughs> want to go back home.
0: Where are you from originally, by the way?
2: Uh, I'm just I'm from Aurora, actually, where there's also a lot of guys and like hardly any girls, but yeah. there's no scenery. Well, we've got the
0: gorge.
1: Because because up here, you take a look to the left, you see China, and you then you take a look to the right, you see Nepal. Nepal! Well, hey, I know Allura,
0: Ontario, has some stuff, like you said, the gorge. It's Riverfest. Near Fer- it's near Fergus, yep, the town of yep, Fergus. Yes. Uh, Oof, what else? Uh, there's, there's Did a you spend a lot of time
1: in Fergus when you were in Alora? Well, my oh. uncle and aunt live in Fergus. Oh, yeah, and uh, they are
2: very well known there for their festive um, uh, and spirited lawn displays during the different holidays. Oh,
0: god! Every holiday—that's fun. I like people neighbors like that. Yeah. Um, by the way, you know who's from Alora, Michael? This will impress you. Um, okay, tell me. A Little guy called Malcolm Gladwell.
2: <gasps> He's from Alora.
0: Yep. It's wow. true. I mean, but I don't know if he lived there long, but he's from there.
1: I hear oh. it took him uh, ten thousand hours to leave. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little joke.
2: Didn't take me long, and now look at me up here, top of the world, baby. So jealous of me and Laura Like they know that I'm like partying and living oh, it up on yeah. Everest. This is
0: like Banff
1: or Veil vale yeah. yeah, on acid.
2: Uh huh. Oh yeah, good way to put it. Yeah. So
1: in in Banff and like Whistler, that's known for having a lot of Australians. Uh, oh yeah, right? a lot of Australians. Uh-huh. Yeah. Who were the most, uh, you know, what what ethnicity do you see the most of up here on Mount Everest?
2: Well, a lot of people from Nepal, I've noticed. Well, mm-hmm. yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and they, like, really take over with the decor and, like, the kind of, like, branding up here. Right. Um... But, like, I don't know. I've met a lot of people from southwestern Ontario. Really? That's good yeah. to hear. So, Alora,
0: like, to, to all the way to London?
2: Yeah, even, yeah.
0: Right. Wow. Chatham, Mount Bridges. Chatham,
2: Wallaceburg, Wyerton.
0: Wyerton willie Uh-huh. Because wow. you're, you're
1: hearing, I do, now you say that. I have been hearing a lot of the Ontario accent up yeah. here, yeah. on top of Mount Everest.
2: Yeah, Acton. Yeah. I met a couple of Acton boys oh, up here. Wow. Well, right. I think
0: I saw. I did notice a lot of people up here on Mount Everest in Windsor Spitfire hockey jerseys.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see those. Mm. And like sometimes I'm just like, oh, I came here to get away from all that. Right. But you know what? You can take the girl out of Alora, but
0: yeah, I <laughs> can't take it out of
1: the no. girl. No. And
2: then once I get drinking with those guys then, like, my accent really comes out, you know?
1: Oh, <sighs> I'm looking forward to hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> She's not. Oh, yeah, you can even with, you, with you
2: boys tonight. Well, no. if you got some fireball,
1: then we'll see. Oh, we do. oh
0: that cinnamon?
1: Yeah, that's key oh. up here. That's, like, currency up here. James really? He's making yeah. Me, he's, James made me walk around with a big old backpack just full of uh, fireball whiskey. It's worth it. Yeah. You know what's funny? Because we're talking about uh, Canadian stuff, and it's making me homesick. For for Canada, and Ontario specifically. We climbed to Base Camp 3 the other day. Oh,
2: great. And it was a
1: tough day that day. I yeah. There and I just wanted to, I was exhausted. I wanted to eat, and I wanted to sleep. Mm-hmm. But then I looked to the uh, to the left, and I saw China. I looked to the right, and I saw Nepal. And I looked straight ahead, and someone had painted a big mural on the side of the ice. You know what it said? The hip.
2: Oh, Uh-oh. what! That must have been painted around the time of, like, you know, we lost Gore, maybe. Yeah, as a memorial.
1: But it made me feel like I was home.
2: Yeah, isn't it nice?
0: I saw a similar one, but it was for some 41 of Ajax, Ontario, who I think are right. m- more mean more to the people of Canada, maybe.
2: Um, it's yeah, there yeah. didn't. Did that guy? Didn't the main guy, Derek, have some kind of
1: trouble or? Yeah, and He's her so... name was Avril. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay, did, did she
2: ruin Ever-Low. his life? Or I think he maybe
1: was... alcohol maybe ruined. Yeah, his life. if you
0: Google oh, image I search, saw, you
2: know what? I saw a picture of him. And he was looking like the guy from um,
1: UB forty.
0: Oh, sure. He also kind of looks like the dude in Raiders of the Lost Ark who melts when he drinks out of the wrong chalice. He,
1: he drank so many <laughs> sips that his face got ruined. Yeah, you can't have too many sips. <laughs>
0: So when you get to the top, what's the craziest thing you've seen one of your customers do at the top when they finally reach the peak? Um,
2: well, they sometimes like cr- really crazy like slurred, like crazy slurred speech. Uh. Slurred. Oh. Yeah, like slurred speeches <laughs> and like and like kind of like roiling around and like screaming. That's typical because like by then they're really out of it. Yeah. Right. Um, but what else do I see? I see people like shouting to the sky and... Uh, really? Yeah, they shouting
1: at God? Yeah,
2: because they think like, yeah, they're like the closest to God or um,
1: I guess speechless.
2: A lot of times they're speechless or they, like, write their name in the snow or whatever. I don't know. I'm just like, can we move it along, people?
0: Yeah. And honestly, I mean, this trip's been pretty good. But it's like, so what's the point in climbing Everest? You're really high. Okay. How about I just go in a plane and look out the window? <laughs>
2: that, you can do that, too. Well, the cra- actually, the craziest thing I ever saw. And... Actually, I don't have to sign. I don't I don't sign a non-disclosure agreement, but I make my clients sign a non-disclosure agreement okay. that they can't tell what happened up here. Fair. But I can tell. I don't have that agreement. Um is like they get really horny at the top. Really? Yeah. Really? And they're like but they're wearing snowsuits, but like they still kind of like go for it anyway, but like with snowsuits on. It's so, almost just like kind of like, I don't know, like dry humping like you would when you're like grade 7. Wow. Oh my god,
1: you don't you don't tend to hear about this in, in the media. This like, is
2: behind the scenes. I'm trying,
1: so just men just go insane? Have you ever seen a man just, you know, whip out his thing and, and start touching himself at the top of uh, Mount Everest?
2: Well, yes and no. Like, I be- technically, I have seen that, but it wasn't because, like, he was, like, crazy horny. It's because, right as you're getting hypothermia, something happens to you where you feel hot oh. and you start to take off your
1: clothes. I think that the tip of Everest, based on what you're saying now, would be a, a cool place to open a swingers club.
2: Oh, yeah, like an oasis on the top of Mount Everest? Absolutely. Now, yes.
1: Yes. Oasis is a swingers club right in Toronto where I'm from. And um, you're yeah. from a swingers club?
2: <laughs> no. I'm from. We hear about Oasis all the way in Elora. We hear Toronto. about that place.
1: Wow. Yeah.
2: So how much pulling do you have to do tomorrow, Michael?
1: How much pulling? Mm. Oh, of James uh, in the <laughs> sled. Um, we're going to do a final, uh, we're going yeah. oh, to summit. Oh, you're summoning tomorrow. Yeah. Summoning tomorrow, so I'm pulling him up to the top. And, so uh, yeah.
0: my, I'm, I'm, I'm going to to have a sleep tonight in the pod mm-hmm. and then uh, Mike's going to pull me up because well, we got to start early don't we like four in the morning yes. so I'm going to be asleep Mike's going to pull me up and then he's going to wake me up when we get to the top and we're going to have bacon and eggs Yeah. at the nice. top
1: nice going to cook some bacon and eggs up there <laughs> yeah. so you're carrying
2: all that fireball yes and a hot plate and yeah. eggs, which and you can't break. And the podcast equipment. And the podcast and, uh,
0: and to be fair, I was the one who insisted on the alcohol and the yeah. food and Mike pulling me. And the, the gram of me. cocaine. And the gram of cocaine. Yeah. Mike oh. Mike
1: was the one who wanted to include the podcast equipment, so that's on him. Yeah. But you James, guys
2: are carrying drugs? J- James wanted yep.
1: to be the first man to snort a line, of, as, as he put it. He said, quote, I want to be the first guy to snort a line of shit at the top of Everest. Oh, man. So, you yeah. are going to be
2: like... The life of the party up there. You're gonna. You better be careful though, because people are gonna be like, because it's hard. Like it's hard to pick up on Everest. Um, so you yeah. are gonna have a lot of people like asking you for bumps.
0: Hmm. Well, hey, I'm I'm always willing to share. I know it's gonna get wild at the peak because I mean I'm I don't even want to publicize this, but um, you know the Raptors are in the finals right now yes. back at home. Yes. And um, I've been texting with a couple of the players. And they've been saying if, if they win the next game, there's a couple days off in between the in between games, so they might get in a jet and fly over to the to the summit. No meet shit. Us, party, uh, talk about the game, talk shit about the warriors, and uh, it's gonna be fun.
1: Do you think wow. that's good for their systems when they're in
0: the middle of a, you know? Like, these are professional athletes. It doesn't matter what they do. to like You they,
2: really don't have... It's a myth that you have to be, like, so trained. Like, all I do before I'm coming back up here, which is, like, all the time, is I go to the rec center in Allura. Mm-hmm. And they have a hot tub and a pool. And I just keep jumping from the hot tub into the pool, from the hot tub into the pool and back and back just to like kind of get my body used to being like shocked into a different it's atmosphere. Green. Yeah. You
0: don't have to do yeah. much. All you need I, a hot
2: tub and you need a pool. That's yep. it. You need a rec center. All I did right. to
0: prepare for the trip was just uh, get a transfusion of blood from young men. And that's all I did. I, I uh, oh, you did a traveled transfusion. with Peter Thiel, the billionaire. Him and I traveled to Europe and uh, he gets that done as well. And um, yeah, I just had young men's blood transfused into my body, and that's all. I that's honestly all I needed to do, and, and to I've be ready for this. And I some extras,
1: uh, extra vials. Mike's carrying a few bags yeah. of yeah.
2: young men's what?
1: Young men's blood. Did you
2: get any, or no, oh hell
1: no, no. no? So you still have
2: like regular?
1: I just regular old blood, but I have uh, James's uh, young man's blood. Young Jackie, man's.
2: Let me explain. Oh, it's Mike, so Mike is like
0: a diesel lawnmower. You can't put good gas in there.
2: Ah, uh, okay, okay. You
0: know what I'm saying? With me, if you don't put premium in, right, you're just not quite firing on all cylinders. It would be a
2: waste if it was just. No, it would in.
0: destroy his engine. Right. Mike's like a like a pull lawnmower that you gotta like. You know what I mean? That doesn't even take diesel. Legisional What's worse than oh, diesel? Beast,
1: yeah. I'll, I'll choose to take this. Leaded, as a I get. Like uh, leaded, yeah.
0: Tar. Uh-huh. And if you try putting like premium, you know, SO gasoline in there, explosion. So the idea of putting healthy young blood it into might that, yeah. is like
2: it's good to have a workhorse I always make sure when I'm choosing my clients that are coming on the tour I always make sure when I'm looking through their headshots to pick out a real <laughs> workhorse kind of sucker mm. um, to come along and really just take on all the grunt work yeah that's so you, what I've done you,
1: uh, you demand headshots from people oh, who want to oh climb yeah, Everest yeah,
2: yeah I need your headshots I need your sin number I need your health card number right. I need a credit card number um, I need to know how many family members you have. Right. Usually, I take people who are like don't have a lot of ties. Okay. Um, so that when they start dropping off, the farther we get up, like no one's no one's really coming after me. I need their powers of attorney to be non-existent or already dead.
1: Right. Interesting.
0: Um, I have a question, if I may. Um, the big uh, the big elephant in the room, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeti Have you seen A yeti Or the yeti Or some yetis I've
2: seen like Scraps of like Soiled kind of Fur around Mm. And some people Are like Oh you can tell If it's a yeti fur Because it's got This certain like um, Soily nature To it And it's like It's like greasy But it's hard to tell Because there's all These other like Yaks and other Like Mm. pets up here Um, I feel like I have seen some Yeti fur, but it could just be like a regular run of the mill yak. Right.
1: Mm. And there's a lot of big poos uh, everywhere.
2: Yeah. But some of those are people. Really? Yeah. Because they get all crazy and they get all like, like they can't wait until we get to a base camp or like a bucket or a
1: toilet or Mm. whatever.
2: And they're just like right on the trail. And I'm just like, TMI.
1: All these rich guys. Just shitting everywhere, dying everywhere.
2: I know, I know. There's there's certainly a part of it that's yeah. not glamorous. Yeah. But then you got to think like there's a lot of like there's a real dark underbelly to like even Coachella.
1: In that's true. In the in the um, Everest film that you talked about earlier with Jake Gyllenhaal, yes. and Josh Brolin and uh-huh. Thomas, who's the Australian uh, guy? Sam Worthington, um, and, <laughs>
2: and, and then somebody Clark. Well, I call Some him, other guy. I call him
1: Thomas Sam Worthington. That's my nickname for him, but. Is there a scene that shows them going to the bathroom? Because I, I think if there's not a scene, there should have been. I'm trying to
0: think. Movies don't usually show their characters you know, spending five minutes in the toilet. <laughs> and and I don't
2: Everest? understand why. But Everest was like three hours long, so I think there might have been some pissing scenes.
1: There, I, I do remember a scene of Jake Gyllenhaal peeing and pooing. Um, Are you sure this wasn't a fantasy, Mike? Yes.
2: Are you sure this wasn't fan fiction written by you?
1: Yes. haha! Both of you. Uh, welcome to Mount Everest comedy night.
2: Hope it oh went better than your guys' blues brothers the other night. By the way, I heard about that.
1: Oh, uh, didn't go well.
2: Big old bomb.
1: Right. Man, I knew it. We t-
0: shouldn't have tried. Look, or there's we should discerning
2: have... taste up here because sometimes there's really good acts. Oh, really? Like the festival lineup this year, like the act lineup. I mean, I call it the festival lineup, but um, what, we had what? some really, really, we had Shawn Mendez up here. Oh my wow. God. I right know.
1: Canada's Canadian. own. Yeah. Oh, Um, because we're talking about Jake Gyllenhaal, I couldn't help but make the leap in my mind to his sister. Of course, I'm talking about Maggie Gyllenhaal. And this is just a flight of fancy. Just go with me on this one. Okay. But imagine if Maggie Gyllenhaal's character from the movie Secretary climbed Mount Everest. (gasps) I've never seen that. I I I don't know what that
2: is. I have seen that. But I forget what happened. Who's the big boss in it? James Spader. Right. And he,
0: they, they have an S&M relationship. Yes. You know what? Has there ever been a movie where James Spader isn't a sexual like a freak? freak? Like, I guess that not. guy just reads sex freak. He's like, maybe David Duchovny is similar. Like, they just read as a sex dude. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong? Am I wrong? James Spader? James Spader, well, I don't know. Isn't he... Well, he, yeah, he has a very the new kind Lion of, like, King, oily
2: he? thing about him. Like, he's, like, kind of lascivious, isn't he?
0: Yeah, I think it's his voice. He's just got this deep yeah. voice. If you... I, like, imagine looking in James Spader's internet history.
1: You're telling me there isn't something oh, real man. weird in just, there. He's, like, his last search is, like... Creepy things. You just yeah. search the words "creepy things." I could see it. Creepy sex things. Creepy sex things. You know what I mean.
2: I would love if Maggie. Maggie. I love both Halls. She's so lithe, isn't
1: she? She's lithe. She's smart. She's got wit, and I'd love to see her up on Mount Everest.
2: I know it would really be nice. It would be really nice for like the 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 mountains like branding and kind of like mm-hmm. um, like kind of social media presence if there was mm. more celebs, but we're working on it. Especially
1: more female celebs. Yes. Right?
2: Although not too many because, hello, I'm trying to...
1: Right. Stake your
0: claim. Yeah. Is uh, is uh, Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal like, still an A-level celeb? I feel like he hasn't been in... Big movies um, in he a was while. in that
2: Velvet Buzzsaw film. Did you see that?
0: No. It was kind of it was
2: it was pretty kooky. It was it was about like the art world, like the fine art world and art dealers and like oh, yeah. but it was also oh. kind of um oh wait, what was it? It was like a... there was some kind of curse going on or Oh god. Yeah, it was like kind of a voodoo y kind of thing. Oh. Like people were were being Funky. picked off one by one by um they were like turning in, into art or like being murdered by art. Look, it wasn't as unsettling as um, what was that one he did? Earthworm?
1: <laughs> Earthworm Jim.
2: Sorry, Nightcrawler.
1: Night Where he plays oh, a, I love a, that a crime movie. Yeah. photographer or yes. an accident photographer. Yes. And he's, he's boffing uh, the older one. Rene, yep. Rene Russo. Rene Russo. Oh, that's so
2: creepy. And They're know what that movie kind of reminds me of? What? It kind of reminds me of one of my favorite songs. Um, dirty Laundry by Don Henley. Because How that he's talking, He's it's like, um, I right. make my living on the evening news. Just give me something, something I can use. People <laughs> love it when you lose. Give us dirty laundry.
1: And, in that and song- he's talking about
2: death and oh. people dying and, and um, just whatever gets the ratings. I don't, I don't think I've heard was-
1: that song. Oh, you have to hear the song Henley Pulls. Zero punches, and he gets yeah. zero apps. Really?
2: It's so Not bad. a single punch. No. Not a single punch is And pulled. he's
1: going after the media. He's going after In journalists. In fact,
2: the bridge is kick when they're up, kick them when they're down.
0: Kick yeah. them when they're up. Wow. So, so Don Henley seriously took on the
1: mainstream media. He
0: did. He took on, and he won.
1: Unbelievable. Yeah. Henley, you do not want to be on the wrong side of Henley. I just didn't think he
0: had it, had it in him. So he was taking on. So we're talking CNN, MSNBC, Fox News.
1: Um, yeah, CBS? he's going after all the
2: talking heads. Yeah.
1: Wow. After that song was released, uh, I remember uh, there was this big media conference because all the all the you know the networks got together and they're like, "What oh, are we? What oh are we my god, gonna do about this Henley is coming after us!" Yeah. And they had this two week long conference. They met in Las Vegas, and they. They put together a set of policies that would help make sure Henley couldn't you know, topple uh, their topple media Topple industry, yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: You know, um, I remember a similar movie. I'm trying to look up the title of it. I forget the title, but I remember Kelsey Grammer was in a movie. Watership?
1: That, Dan- no, no. Uh, no. D- down Periscope. No.
0: <laughs> it pilloried the um, TV news issue. Same kind of way. Okay. And, oh, fuck. All was I it with Michael Keaton? Mm, could have been, could well, have it's been
2: like just taking it down. Like yeah, I like think taking so. Taking it off its pedestal, kind of. Yes. Oh. Um,
0: I'm trying to find the name of it. I can't find it. But anyway, all I remember is him playing the head of a news uh, uh-huh. channel. Yeah. And I just remember this from the preview. If it bleeds, it leads. <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: And he, and he, you know what? And isn't that a mm. si- such an awful insight into the way the it news really works? is?
2: Right. And that's why I, that's why I love Nightcrawler.
1: Mm. I saw that alone in a the theater.
2: I love going Mike, to the that's theater that's a great alone. story.
1: Well, I can't tell if you're being ser- uh, sarcastic or not, but uh, thank you. Um,
2: I'm sensing some tension between you two. Is it because one of you pulls the wagon and one of you rests yeah. in it? Probably. Even yeah, though free... Mike
0: got a free effing trip to Mount Everest. Yeah,
2: you do have to pay your dues. If you get up here on a budget, you're going to pay for it somehow. Ask Mike... Clients like
1: I think that they maybe know. Uh, you owe me. Uh, you should pull me for a bit. Oh, and then for the I, love of I, God! Is that a joke? I can go in your tube or your pod or whatever it
0: is. Absolutely not.
1: Let me in your tube. No,
0: Mike. When kings like I'm not trying to say I'm a king and you're a servant or whatever. But do, sorry, do you remember in the Middle Ages? Do you think kings were going? Oh yeah, come do sit on my throne for a bit. Definitely not. So do I remember the Middle Ages. Well, whatever the hell, Mike wasn't alive then there's clear cut social classes up
2: here you know like Everest is not exempt from the the lines that are cut across society and you come up here and you're gonna find yourself real quick on one side or the other like i've i've paid my dues and i've got it made up here Mm -hmm. but i'm sorry to tell you like yeah if you're if you're a puller you're a puller
0: because you know why when we we're out of society up here and the mighty rule Mm -hmm. and it's like the olden days and i'll tell you what Back in the old days, they had that rule, uh, Casa Nostra, was it Casa Nostra? Um, prima Nocta, Prima Nocta. The king- casa Nostra
1: is the mafia. Oh, yeah, yeah, Prima <laughs> Nocta. Uh, the king. The king
0: gets to sleep with a bride on the wedding night.
2: Oh, my God. And I'm I th-
0: i will. going to do that to you, Mike.
2: So that means her fir- Prima notra, like her first night.
0: Yeah, it the happened in Braveheart, nostra. I believe. So,
2: like, you marry your bride.
1: Yeah, and, and the then damn the king's king, like, wait a minute And maybe before the damn king it. can go, actually, I'm getting you first. Know, well, you know, it's not just a thing that used to happen. It actually still happens, and it, does, it got kind of underreported. But last summer when um, Harry and Meghan got married, before the honeymoon, Harry had to sleep with his grandma, the Queen of England. Same thing with William before he got married to Kate. <laughs> the Queen gets to have sex with, with, the, wow. with the groom. Wow, I didn't know it works that okay. way too. It works
2: that way. Well, and that's why I think, I think that's why that little that one um, uh, Kate and uh, what's her? William William's daughter looks so much like the queen. Yeah,
1: it's her. Because who
2: really looks <laughs> that much like their grandma? Yeah. yeah, she looks exactly like the grandma. And who looks that much like their grandma? I knew there was something more yeah, to something it. It's because of prima Noctra.
1: And I think it's disgusting. I think it's wrong. Like, they should change it.
2: Ah, the queen gets to live a little. I mean. Yeah. She's paid her
1: dues. I bet the queen would do well going from tent to tent if she was Oh, on, yeah. Um, and Mount you know Everest. what?
2: Like, her grandsons are kind of hot. No, who's who's hotter? hotter? Um, Great question. Okay. Okay, I've William. actually thought about this. You, sometimes you find yourself up here with a lot of time to think. Sure. And with all this royal mania going on down there, and I keep up to speed. Okay, so Harry's the orange-haired one, right? Yes. He, he is, okay, he's hotter, technically, mm-hmm. but only because he has, like, this bitchin' head of hair. But if mm. William did something about his hair, yeah. he'd be way hotter, yeah, then bro- the orange-haired brother. Interesting point. It, it goes
1: to show that, like, all the money in the world can't, you know, knock sense into a guy about how to how to go bald uh, with dignity. It's
2: really funny that it's he doesn't awful. care. Yeah, What's does a he,
1: disease on his head. What does he think he's Peter friggin' Mansbridge? What the hell's up with uh, William? It, <laughs> is that him lording his wealth and privilege over us? Where Maybe. he's like,
2: he's like, I don't need hair to make it, or it, I don't
1: need to to look nice. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's
2: funny because he's okay. Is this really mean? Like. He, you're right. He's yeah, some like guys go bald in like a banker kind of way. Yeah, but he's going bald in kind of just an egg, like an egg kind of
0: way. <laughs> he's doing the the sort of you know you, you got it on the sides and nothing on the top. Yeah, and that is just not
2: a. But good the sides look. aren't even good. The sides aren't even like hearty. They're kind of yeah. The, it's like it's like um Alaska last gas ball around no I mean, one even, goes
1: bald on the side and he's he's got genetically programmed
2: to actually never fall out believe me I know everything
0: about it and he's got a, wisps on the top he's I mean, got freaking wisps yeah if you go if why you caught him you up here, here You've he got a billion like dollars? up here with
2: those blowing in the breeze up here and an ever ever uh, Everest
0: breeze why did, and okay. Peter Mansbridge used to do that too Why would
1: why wouldn't you cut those? hairs? I don't know exactly. Who thinks that looks good? Prince William, his head just looks like shit. Yeah, we'll have to. to Sure, there's
0: look loads of pictures there. It's you know I think the the move is when you go bald like that. I think you gotta just fully
1: shave your head. Yes, maybe Kate is like, no, I love the way your head looks. It's nice.
2: Oh, actually, you know what? Fabergé eggs. yeah it w- he is a Fabergé egg. he's not just a plain old egg from like yeah. Burnbrae Farms or whatever <laughs> um, but you know what now that I'm looking at this picture of him, I completely retract what I say and I say the orange haired one is hotter no matter what
1: he clearly he is he's, yeah. he's also though losing his hair oh is he yeah
0: damn Yeah, but he's going to figure something out. He's going to shave his head. Jackie, what are your thoughts on bald men? Is that a deal breaker for you? Um, No,
2: absolutely not. I find that when a lot of guys start losing their hair, their automatic response is to shave their head, get a goatee, and get jacked at the gym. 100%.
1: (laughs) Um, I think
2: uh, that that's how they carry it off. Yep.
1: Uh, Because you don't notice if a man is bald. If he's got those big arms uh, yeah, and Yeah, it really legs. distracts you know, it's from true. it. it's true. Yeah.
0: Dudes with thick heads of hair are not in, in not as good shape and don't have a goatee. You got a bald man, there's a 50-50 he, he, chance he's, he's got a goatee in and he's jacked.
2: But you know what the worst, the, there's nothing, the, the only thing worse than, um, you know, um, dealing with, uh, the, the only thing worse than a bald man is a, <laughs> is a man who's, balding with who has a fragile ego <laughs> mm. that is the absolute that's a death knell
0: oh yeah I know a
2: lot about it because I used to like date this guy who was balding and it's all that I would ever hear about every day so I know all the science oh. behind so balding it's kind
0: really? of like oh god am I losing here?
2: yeah like is it more is it worse today like this and that
1: no it's better today yeah no it
2: grew back overnight uh, you're having a really good day today <laughs>
1: Um, we're having a nice time on Everest I just wanted to point that out yeah it's been
0: great this has been a fun trip and uh, um, by the way I meant to mention I was watching uh, Horrible Bosses on my iPad when Mike was pulling me up and guess who was in that in the first scene with uh, Jason Sudeikis
2: um, I'll ball- wait, no,
0: Me- Meghan Markle. <gasps> oh,
2: and
0: she she just plays a UPS delivery woman, and then Jason Tisdalekes hits on her, of
2: and course. she's
1: like, "Oh, you." And now oh she's
2: And now she's living in a castle.
1: Yeah, living the castle, uh, married to a hunk who whose mother got squished in Paris. <laughs> oh, Mike! God, harsh man.
2: But also, um. She she doesn't have... And all that glistens is not gold because she is estranged from her father, so it's right. not all sunshine and rainbows.
1: And she must have to quite often... She's estranged from her father? Yeah, she was yeah. like,
2: my daddy sucks. And then I read up on it, and it's like he paid for her university and he was in her life the whole time. But I think that she's kind of painted this picture that he, she's like, he never gave a shit about me until I became a Royal. But it's like, I think he financed her university career and like her acting schooling in Los Angeles. It It would be cool
0: though. If, sorry to interrupt you, Mike, but if you, if you kind of uh, had an issue with one of your parents, it would be fun to to then get engaged to a a prince prince. or princess and be like, actually, fuck you.
2: Yeah. You'd go up to that parent and be like, Hey, you work on commission? Well, big mistake, lady. Huge.
0: I just inherited a giant lake in Scotland.
2: Yeah.
1: Stick it up your ass. Last summer, the big, uh, there was like a will he or won't he thing about like, will Megan's father attend the wedding? Yes. And he didn't and he like... Made up some story that he had a he heart was attack. Sick? Yeah. <laughs> As if, like, he should be kissing her ass.
0: He,
2: yeah. They could have wheeled, they have the money and the power to have f- helicoptered his whole hospital bed <laughs> to the church and lowered him down on a catapult pulley into the ceremony. It would have
1: been funny if he had gone and then he walked her down the aisle, but he, he was wearing, but like, hospital <laughs> clothes and had an IV on and,
2: h- and they just turned the bed up like Hannah of and rolled him down.
1: dude, <laughs> dude. Do, do, do. <laughs> And then um, I, I was reading that he was a lighting designer or like a lighting guy Oh so he's like Hollywood. on set every day? Specifically, he worked on Married with Children. Oh wow, wow. So it would have been funny because like she brought the cast of suits. It would have been funny if he was allowed to bring the cast of Married with Children to what David Faustino. David Fastino, David Fastino could he have could have made a, a pass. David Faustina would have made a
0: pass at every royal woman just to try to get some money. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He's get not someone doing well. pregnant.
0: Mm-hmm. He just would have wanted to get anyone pregnant. Uh, any Duchess? Well, the guy's a horn dog. If, if his
1: real if Bud life Bundy is any right. Is I, when I was a kid, yeah, yeah. I thought
2: Bud Bundy was hot. Oh, really? Because
1: boys thought that you know Kelly was Apple hot. Guys. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, you know what? I, I'm uh, when I treat myself to Wi Fi up here and I splurge. <laughs> I'm <laughs> always watching Forensic Files. That's my thing. And actually, sadly, I saw an episode where a girl who was like an aspiring, um, what's the word, burgeoning actress in Los Angeles in the 90s -hmm. was meant to show up at an audition for Married with Children and was murdered on the way.
0: Fuck.
2: Uh, Yeah, she was like, she was a typical, well, he was at a time a suspect, but (laughs) she was a typical girl that would show up on Married with Children like a A beach babe. Um, you know, and, uh, and in the forensic files, I remember her mom being like, we all knew that there's no reason why she would ever not turn up to that interview. It was a very important interview for Married with Children. And all I could think was, man, she would hate it if she knew you were calling it an interview.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> From
2: beyond the grave. She's saying, Mom, it's called an audition. <laughs> You're
1: trying did out. We, do you think, what? Sorry. Did the guy who, because the guy who hosts Forensic Files, who like narrates it? <sighs> Give me that voice he, like, all
2: day, all night. Did he
1: do like a five-minute uh, summary of like the show Married with Children? Featured Al Bundy and his wife Peg. Yes. And people would go, Woo every time he made a sex joke. And Christina Applegate's character was portrayed as being very horny. And so was Bud. Was the whole joke of between yeah,
2: Peggy. Was, was the whole
0: joke between Peg and Al basically that
2: she, w- she, she wanted, wanted to have sex, screw, and, and he, he had no was like, hell no. All the, yes, and but, but in juxtaposition to his attitude in that arena, he was an extremely... Was he an, a horny guy, he's but only for other was. babes?
0: I don't think Al was. I no, think was Peg was like, Al, can we have sex tonight? He's, he's like, like, no, Peg. No, you know my like penis, he, penis he, but, but there was work. always
2: babes around him, but how was he reacting to those babes?
0: He, he didn't want his wife anymore, and he, I think he was... Yeah, he'd ogle babes. But yeah, but mm-hmm. I guess he
2: wasn't as he wasn't as horny as her. But
0: also, Peg's hot. Yeah.
2: Oh my God, that tiny waist.
0: Yeah, tiny
2: waist, big hair. And that's what I've been aspiring to my hey. whole life. In fact. That oh really? Big hair. Yeah.
0: I, I was just gonna say, hey Al, if you won't take care of your wife, I will.
2: Oh yeah.
1: I'm gonna isolate that James, and it's gonna
0: go viral. Well, if I've been if i had been in that you know house or whatever. I would have fucking said that. If too. you
2: were Jefferson the neighbor, you would have been coming and taking care of business. Great. Oh,
0: I w- definitely. I mean, definitely over Marcia. Marcia, yeah, whatever her yeah. There's no not to be rude. Yeah, and
2: Al called her a chicken all the time. <laughs> <Maybe>.
0: <laughs> who did you, who did you, sorry, who did you like better, Steve or Jefferson?
2: Absolutely, Jefferson. What? There's no. Well, he was well, a hunk, right? Because he was a hunk as hell. I way hell. preferred Steve.
0: Steve was uh, yeah, way well, better. Steve had
2: a. Fu- Steve was funnier. Yeah. Steve was way funnier because he was so deadpan. And Steve greatest- hated Marcy. Yes. Yeah.
1: Steve was the greatest comedian of, of our generation.
0: Steve was kind of like a men's rights guy because he's like, my wife sucks. Jefferson was but, kind of yeah. one of these woke dudes who, uh, yes, honey. Yeah.
2: But like, what, did, what? there was no chemistry between him and Marcy, though. Like, no. what was their marriage based on? Jefferson
1: cheats on Marcy. Right? Yeah. Isn't it funny that Ed O'Neill, who played Al Bundy, his two biggest roles have been him looking just like absolute shit. Uh, married to a very beautiful woman, mm-hmm. Peg Bundy, and then now and on, um, Modern Family. Modern families, married to He looks the same, Bar- I Gargett feel
0: like, Var-Gara. even though it's like yeah. 30 years later. I feel like he looks the he same. He looks
2: great, especially for a guy that was knocked around on the football field for years, too.
0: Mm, Polkai.
2: Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Kai, Yeah.
0: He caught four touchdowns yeah. or something. But
2: he was a real football player, really. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know really? that. And when I was a kid, there was a movie that we would watch all the time that me and my brother loved with him in it called Dutch.
1: Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, such a great Did he movie. have a beautiful wife in that movie as well? Yes,
2: he did. Well, yeah, maybe I mean, I don't hot. remember how beautiful she was, but he, she had a son and it was his stepson and he was going to pick him up from like, he got kicked out of private school or something and the kid was like, I'm from a private school and I'm fancy and he was like, I'm your mom's boyfriend and I'm a piece of shit and I'm going to wow. teach you what the world really has to throw at you, kid.
0: Can I, do you guys remember the Married with Children spinoff called Un, not a spin-off, oh, like a ripoff.
2: absolutely.
0: Unhappily Ever yes, after, and
2: it had a guy yes. who
0: looks just like Al Bundy,
2: and it, but there was a puppet that lived in his basement, yeah,
0: and a woman who looks just like <laughs> Peg so Bundy was married
1: with children, but there was a puppet,
2: and yes, and the puppet was voiced by um
0: God, Bobcat Goldthwait, yes, and also the dude from Entourage, Kevin Connolly was yeah, in it, he
2: was the brother, he and was the Bud Bundy,
0: exactly, and you know how he was supposed to be kind of a loser, Bud Bundy, and then there was a Christina Applegate type with who was the red a red hair, beautiful. Babe, Yeah. And in real life, they date Ew.
2: Isn't that annoying? That is so annoying. I hate annoying. it when some
0: little weasel guy dates some beautiful babe.
2: Yeah, but you know what? That's how his real life is. That yeah, guy. no He's kidding. He's this like short guy that is... His face basically looks like a chocolate chip cookie. You couldn't even distinguish mm-hmm. it from a piece of paper. Yeah, We'd
1: like to apologize if that actor's listening. Kevin Connolly.
2: I love that he, he he didn't even know his name, and we just said it five times. That's how much that guy sucks.
0: How did these unhappily ever after people get away with, like, every character Such being the same off. character? They know. just added a fucking puppet.
2: I guess that's what TV was like back then. There was no respect for um, auteurism or whatever. Yeah,
1: you're right. Um, well, well, Mike, should we should we do the game soon? Yeah, I'm feeling kind of woozy. I feel like I'm going to pass out soon from the uh, lack of oxygen. Oh up my god, here. what
2: an amateur! You've got to be up in a few hours to pull him. <laughs>
1: yeah, for, dude. We're, we're 29, uh, up. feet in the air, and I'm yeah, I'm really not uh, doing well. Uh, but I do have enough energy to play the
2: game. Okay.
0: It's time for the game. The game. It's one of our super popular games. They always go viral, and that is our aim. So sit back and please enjoy this game. This is very exciting, Jackie. Great. We've, we've revolutionized, revolutionized the game here on the podcast, so okay. we're excited to have you yeah. doing it.
1: So uh, why don't you explain the game, because I, I forget how to explain it. Okay.
0: I've, so far, I've only done it, but this time Mike's going to do it. And do you have
1: time for this? Of course. Another 10 minutes? Oh, yeah. Uh, hey,
2: I got all the time in the world. Like, those people can take care of
1: themselves. Yeah. And then you'll, you'll have the rest of the night to run from tent to tent as much as you want. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> um,
0: so Mike's going to give us five or six movies, the okay. titles, the year they were made, and a brief summary. And you and I are going to guess real movie or made up okay. movie. Some are going to be real. Some are going to be got made up. Got it.
2: So you and I both guess each time he we're gives just, us a movie. Exactly. Okay, Great.
1: All right, so I will start with this one. <clears throat> Do you think this is a real movie or a fake one I made up here that I wrote down in my notepad on Mount Everest? The movie's called Tomorrow I'll Wake Up and Scald Myself with Tea. And it's from the year 1977. Do you want to hear what the description <laughs> is? Sure. Sure. <laughs> Yan is a decent, boring man living a decent, boring life as a rocket designer. When his adventurous twin brother dies in a breakfast accident, Yan decides to impersonate him, unwittingly becoming a part of a Nazi time travel conspiracy. Tomorrow I'll wake up and scald myself with tea from 1977.
2: Wow. Wow. Well, I already have my guess.
0: You know what? This is so insane. I'm going to say real. My
2: thought process, exactly. It's too crazy to make up. And like, let's be honest, he's not well. Um, I don't think he's got the creativity to pull that.
0: No, Mike's not exactly Michelle Gondry.
1: Yes, I am. Mm,
0: not exactly.
1: I am Michelle. I do feel I am him. Anyway. Well, you're both right. It is a yes. real movie. Oh, wow. Yes. And
2: the, a- the 70s were so crazy. Like, I could see that long, long, long title just like, crazily written across a VHS. Yes, me too. And like finding that like some your, your cottage or something and being like, <laughs> what in the goddamn you're world? You're like, ew, you
0: feel gross Yeah, looking just at the looking cover. at the cover yeah. and you know that
2: you will <laughs> never watch
0: it. I think it's like a Dutch
1: movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> ew. Yeah, looks...
2: Like it makes like me... Like they it stink. Make, yeah, they Those stink VHS. And, you're, and you're in a basement, yes. a carpeted basement of somebody's like like a, your old aunt's house and it makes you feel like you're going to shit your pants.
1: They need to blow the yeah. dust cubes yeah. off yeah. of the cover. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> that is that film.
1: Um, okay, movie number two. Is this real or did I make it up? This movie is called Down on the Farm from 1993. Here's the description. When Russia invades America, the president flees Washington and poses as an Idaho potato farmer as he hatches a plan to liberate the nation. Down on the Farm from 1983.
2: That is made up. That's made up. Idaho Potato Farm, it's too on the nose.
0: I'll say
1: real. Well, Jackie, you're right. James, Uh, you're wrong. I made that one
2: up. There was just too many perfect things. The the date, the Cold War, the Mm. Russians, the potatoes... It sounds like something a delusional workhorse <laughs> mule sucker would, come up, would come up with. It's yeah. not as
1: real as tomorrow I shall scald myself with tea or whatever. Uh, all right. So, Jackie, you have two points. James, you have one. All right. Here's the next movie. It's a comedy. It's called You Are What You Marry from 1987. <laughs> you Are What You Marry. Here's the description. To win a bet, Eric, an insurance salesman, marries an orangutan. (laughs) But when Eric finds himself slowly turning into a primate himself, he begins to regret taking his vows and turns to a local witch coven for help. You Uh are what you marry. This is the best one because I'm,
0: I'm really not sure. I kind of made the last vote just to sort of like go against my intuition. Right. This is one I'm really not sure. You
2: are what you marry. 87.
0: He marries a gorilla... An orangutan, orangutan and, and then it he's turns turning into, into one. And
2: <laughs> I have to wonder: is he sprouting fur and those disgusting tits, or is he like <laughs> just? In, is he just? <laughs> is he just kind of churn, turning into one of those in attitude and behavior? Um, What are the special effects? But then you've got a witch coven. You know what? Can I guess? Please. I think it's real.
1: Okay. I think fake. <laughs> well. Jackie, you're wrong. James, oh, you're. Rick. I made this up.
2: I've been up here too long.
1: You yeah, are what she It's not a real
2: movie.
0: <laughs> oh man, that's it, a good one, though. Be
1: fun. All right, next one. Blue Sunshine. Okay. 1977. Here's the description: A bizarre series of murders begins in Los Angeles, where people start going bald. And then become homicidal maniacs, <laughs> but could the blame rest on a particular dangerous form of LSD called Blue Sunshine? The murderers took <laughs> ten years earlier.
2: Oh, I love it. So I wish. Just, I hope it it it's real because I want to see it. It
1: made you go bald.
2: <laughs> yeah, like I wonder if it's just like it makes you go regular male pattern baldness, or like your eyebrows and everything are gone. Prince
1: William and Prince Harry <laughs> took some Blue took Sunshine. Some blue sunshine. Yeah. Huh. Don't
2: take the blue acid. <laughs> Yeah, I know my festival. We'll go bald, I? man. I'll guess
0: fake.
1: But this is another good one.
2: And it, what was the year? Sorry,
1: uh, nineteen seventy-seven.
2: Okay, so that's when some residual LSD effects would be surfacing in, in like the kind of um.
1: After, it's ten years after the Summer of Love.
2: Collective uh, yeah. consciousness. Okay, I will say real as well. Did you say real? No, said you said fake. fake. Okay, I'm saying real.
1: Well, Jackie. Oh no! You are correct. Yes. James oh. are, It's a real movie from wow. 1977 that has a, a freaky. Uh, I guess people go. You
2: bald. you just haven't partied enough to kind of like. Uh, honey, able to yeah.
0: you couldn't be more wrong.
2: Oh, is that so? Mm-hmm. So am I going to see you hopping from ten to ten tonight?
0: Well, Where parties at? You may be, or people might be hopping in my tent. Oh, you know, I the,
1: see. You know, the old saying: uh, If you remember the 60s and you didn't go bald, you're you weren't really there. You're doing it wrong.
2: <laughs> or you were. Oh, sorry. You're. Di- <laughs>
1: Um, all right, next movie. <laughs> it's called The Park. The Park is Mine. A 1985 TV movie. Right to
0: Brandy and Monica.
1: The oh, yes. oh, the
2: park is mine.
1: My goodness. The park is mine. Here's the description. A Vietnam vet takes forceful control of Central Park to remember those who served and died in the Vietnam War. The park is mine. <laughs> 1985 TV movie. <laughs> oh my okay, god. I could, I, that's good. I
2: know that this is made up because it's just kind of like a shifting of um dog day afternoon, <laughs> isn't it? But
0: imagine that. I could imagine like who'd be a good in that main role? Like Tom Beringer. Uh-huh. But older Tom, Tom Bering. Tom Bergeron. the host of AFB. Or
2: or um Dennis Hopper.
0: Dennis Hopper, really coked out Dennis mm-hmm. Hopper. I'm gonna say real. Okay. I say
2: fa- I think it's too much of a template of like falling down and Dog Day Afternoon.
1: Okay, uh, Jackie, you are wrong. Ah! James, you're oh. right. It's a the real park movie. Park is mine, and it was st- <laughs> it starred Tommy Lee Jones. What? Oh my yeah. God! Wow. Tommy Lee Jones, Yafit Koto, Helen Shaver, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, I could see it, and here he is. I could see this it park too. is mine. Yeah. If you look it up, there's he's in Central Park wearing camouflage with, like, uh, camouflage makeup wow. and a, I think, a Yankees hat on? Oh. Very good. Boo. Have you
0: guys ever
2: seen... What's the Tommy Lee Jones movie where he's, like, played, he like, an IRA?
0: <laughs> oh. Like, he's, like, a bomber, and he's, like,
2: I. Irish, and Wait. he's the worst accent. Was Brad
0: Pitt in that, too? No.
2: Oh. Devil's
1: Plaything? No, no.
2: Um, Wait, no, no. It's, uh... Okay, sorry. It's coming to me who the guy was. Not Kurt Russell. It's called, like... It's like something about like blowing up or The Devil's Own. Oh, it's the Jeff Devil Bridges. Zone. No, it's not it's not the Devil's Own. It's cut Jeff Bridges and it's called like Blast Blow or like Bomb blow, blow Up or something. Bomb blow it's up Jeff Bomb Bridges Blow Up.
1: Come see the new Irish movie. Bomb blow up, blown away,
2: blown away. <laughs> ah, blown,
1: blown away. away. <laughs> it's so funny. It's such
2: a funny movie. Oh
0: right, the the cover is a picture of Jeff Bridges being like,
2: ah, yeah, like no. Bomb and blow up. Run. He actually he does a bunny <laughs> boil in that. Tommy Lee Jones does a bunny boil where he like he, like where he kills the pet of the bomb oh, diff- bunny boil. He's a bomb oh, diffuser oh, guy. Right. It's so funny. So Everyone's he's just really a a um, um,
0: uh, maniac.
2: Um, yeah. Irishman? He's a maniacal. I don't know why they made him Irish. I guess because it reminds me he, yeah, of he, was, like, he was doing a lot of bombs in, like w- during well, the...
0: this is clearly a biased movie made by Protestants.
2: Wait, how do you know?
0: Well, because he, they're, they're ragging on the uh, Irish Catholics as right, bomb-crazy right. yeah. freaks.
1: Okay, yes. Irish Catholics have never done anything You guys though. are such cinephiles.
0: <laughs> um, uh, <coughs>
1: we have time for uh, another one? Sure. Yeah, let's think. do it. So our final movie and what who's winning right now? What's the score? Ooh, I think I, think
2: I am I probably. Yeah, no, maybe you're I'm kidding, up by one. Know. It might be
1: a tie, honestly. I think it's
2: a tie right, right? now.
1: Right. So this one is called this is the movie Mrs. Thomas Takes to the Skies from nineteen fifty five. It's a biopic about Fanny Thomas, Britain's only female <laughs> World War One fighter pilot who shot down fifteen German Fokker planes during her career. Hmm. Mrs. Thomas Takes to the Skies, 1955.
0: Uh, Fokker planes. Were those piloted by uh, the cast of Meet the Parents? Because,
1: yeah. Remember Robert De Niro in that?
0: Oh. When you first said Mrs. Thomas Takes to the Skies, I thought it was going to be a Mary Poppins ripoff.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. It sounded like that very whimsical sounding. Mm. Right. Uh, I will
0: poof. I don't know.
2: I think it's made up because of the way that he said Fokker planes." He was kind of like, Fokker, like, because like, he was kind of oh, tripping so up I'm on I'm how to read purpose. it. And I think right. that was like a kind of, to throw us off track, like, oh, this is a new thing to me. I didn't write this. So I'm going to say it's made up. <laughs> I'm
0: going to say it's real because I don't know if Mike's cunning enough to pull okay. that off.
2: Okay. So I think he's a shit actor and you think he can't come. <laughs> he has no imagination.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. Fair enough on both accounts, I think.
1: Well, Jackie. Yes. You are right. Uh-huh. It is a fake movie, James. You're the I tricked you. I tricked oh. you so, it feels so good. My uh, God, there were no uh, World War One female fighter pilots. So. Ouch. Oh, I should have known that. Well, if
2: I would have been in there, right. surrounded by all those boys, I would have gone down in oh, history. God. Imagine
1: that—you <laughs> uh, know—a movie where this woman comes in as the first fighter, just pilot.
2: jumping from barrack to barrack every night. Yeah,
1: just, just every man in the barracks is <laughs> just <laughs> having a turn (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
2: sometimes it makes me think i miss my calling maybe i should get off this damn mountain and join army or something
1: hey why not it seems like a nice place for people to work
0: (laughs) that was a good job mike that was fun fun i I love this movie game that's great it's a real good innovation we've done it's a, a good one um, well, hell, I guess that's it. Jackie, thank you so much oh, for man. joining it was us. nice to
2: kind of have a normal kind of time instead of just being, like, crazy up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice to, like, kind of hang out with two, like, not partier, kind of, like, more boring well, guys. No, well, well yeah. Like, I, kind <laughs> of, like, like guys that, like, wouldn't be, like, t- typically at one of these cool parties well, up here. Well, no, actually,
0: right. you may be picking that up off Mike's vibe, but, uh, no, I, I would... I'm interested in if whatever's going on tonight. All I, right, I'm
1: not well, doing,
2: I'm, I just got
0: my
1: iPad. We'll, we'll,
2: we'll see if you can put your money where your mouth is, party-wise.
1: I've got a backpack full of uh, uh, whiskey, fireball whiskey.
0: Mike, you uh, need to rest up, dude. All No offense, but you need to get a good night's yeah, sleep. Yeah, I
2: wouldn't advise coming out tonight if you're going to be yanking that pot around. I'm not
1: yanking anything tonight. Is anything mm, actually, yet? you yeah. might be,
0: because you're not going to be partying. Uh oh. <clears throat> Well, uh Jackie, um, I'll see
2: you later. I'll see you like at right, the cool. Grounds. See you at the tent. Yeah, yeah. Great. Thank Jack- you so much for having me. Thanks yeah, for joining time. Me. Um Jackie. if you see me tomorrow, don't talk to me before I've had my coffee and if I'm wearing my sunglasses, don't talk to me at all. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. We'll do. Uh, Mike. Bye. Bye. Uh Mike, uh bye.